0: Hey everyone, it's Adrian. Just so you understand what's going on with this Minnesota, we originally recorded this in the beginning of the episode that's about anti-porn. And when I was editing it, I realized that just this section is so long that I wanted to just cut it out entirely and make it a Minnesota so that we don't have like a two-hour long um, regular podcast episode. So here it goes. Enjoy. We're basically just... Shooting the shit about the opera Rigoletto, so have fun. It's pretty ridiculous. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Welcome to After
0: After Adult.
1: Adult. Are Are we making it a jingle now? I
0: don't know. I guess we already have a jingle, but we could just replace it with us just being like...
1: That's me doing the the jingle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is my attempt to...
1: Uh, So you may have noticed, hopefully you've noticed that we're coming to you... Not from me on one side of the... <laughs> we're not on
0: opposite one. sides yeah, of a um, gigantic chasm.
1: Yeah. it's we, were, we received reports that previously recorded episodes... Hold on. I was in one... We received
0: reports that Adrian's sound engineering capabilities are 100% shit. So we got someone who knows what they're doing to help that was, us.
1: That was not exactly how it was phrased. <laughs> um, but Sure. Yeah, so we want to give a shout-out to our friend, Connor. Connor! For helping us fix it. Thanks, uh, dude. Lending us an air of professionality.
0: Look how good we sound. I know you can't hear I us can't right hear now, it. technically, but you'll you'll hear it. I have the monitor, because I'm the fancy one.
1: I mean, I trust you. I trust that we sound sound
0: dope. dope. I'm going to do this. See? Now...
1: No, it's really professional. No, she, you sound just this, the same that I do. This is to you. that she took one headphone off of her ear, <laughs> so looks real stupid. Anyway, um,
0: well, I mean, I think I look cool, but
1: how are you doing?
0: Ah, uh, I'm happy that it's Thursday.
1: Me too.
0: Yeah, and tomorrow I get to leave work a little bit earlier than normal. That's cool. And um go work out. Wow. Which is my Friday church. That's my church is working out religiously.
1: I mean. <laughs> <laughs> go on to church. I pray, I pray to the gods of deadlifts and donuts. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Best mm-hmm. Instagram mm-hmm. account mm-hmm. ever.
0: Yes. Okay, um, so what did what did we do? You, isn't it weird? It's actually already been almost a week since we saw each other last.
1: You didn't even ask me how I was, you asshole! Oh my god! Because I asked well, you because, because you, you know, know how I am, and we're just doing
0: this as a formality for the yeah. podcast. I know. How, okay, Rachel, but how are you?
1: I'm I'm okay. I'm on my period. It's not fun.
0: Oh, uh, I'm not on my period, but I'm trying to be. I can empathize 50%. I'm try-
1: Wait. <laughs> Wait, you're trying to be, you're like, I really want, I really want this menstrual flow going on. I really want this cramps and this menstrual flow. My, my IUD like male, has. You sound like a male writer. Huh? Oh my, oh my God. Oh my God. That's a, that's a thing that men write about who've mm-hmm. never experienced a period. They're like. And it was a sign of her womanly power, and she felt empowered because of the womanly power, the menstrual cycle. It's so stupid.
0: I know, and it's really like, go fuck yourself, dude. It's
1: never how anyone feels. I mean, no, sorry, if you feel like that, not to belittle you, but as far as I know, most period havers that don't feel like that
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I'm jealous of anyone, honestly, who's like,
1: oh, look at, oh, I love this. It's so great. This is so much fun. I've
0: I'm going to be really sad that. one day when this doesn't happen anymore.
1: I've never met a person, I a single person have in my life. Neither have I. Moon party. Anyway. Moon
0: party. So, uh, no, Moon it's, it's just you- my IUD. Is, oh. So I don't, like, I, I get all the symptoms of a period except for actually having one. Like, I I get bloated, I get, like, an upset stomach, my back hurts. I
1: mean, that's me, too. I have minor spotting. Yeah. Anyway, what did we do? This has been the menstrual
0: portion of the show. Um,
1: Let's talk about our moon cycle some more. Porn stars
0: put makeup sponges in their vaginas to stop bleeding when they're on their period. Now I just made it relevant, see? I would
1: love to have a whole episode (laughs) that's about... (laughs) Menstruation. (laughs) And porn.
0: Yeah, um, I already told the poop story a couple episodes back, so why not? I mean, we already crossed that threshold.
1: Yeah, I think we should have an episode that's all about, um, menstruation, jizz, spit, just all the things that porn has to make sexy. There we go. That are sometimes not sexy. We don't we don't uh, have to include this discussion about future topics in it.
0: No, it's great. Um <laughs> I just think it's funny that first of all you say menstruation without pronouncing the u which is funny to me. Second of all, you okay. said menstruation jizz and spit, which is like menstruation is such a like a medical official word. So it just is like one of these things is not like the other. Wow. I feel like it should be period blood jizz and period spit. Sex,
1: period. <laughs> Sex, put down that's that's is
0: that a real song?
1: Yeah, it's from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, so we which probably, I haven't seen. Oh, it's so good. This is gonna be
0: a theme. This is already a fucking every single episode you've referenced a TV show or a movie that I'm like, no, I haven't seen it because I haven't seen anything.
1: Yeah, I consume a lot of media. I worked you know at a job seen? in like 2017 where I worked night shift. So, and all anyone did at that job on night shift is they. Watched Netflix stuff We would just Constantly be Recommending Stuff on Netflix Or Hulu Or on YouTube To each other <laughs> We'd be like Oh you're You're here for 12 hours And not doing anything Here's a really good show I found on Netflix Last time uh, Georgia Banks
0: I'm That's trying- my foot I told you Okay Does, does she need to be Locked away
1: I don't Forever I man
0: Look at how cute she is though She's so cute
1: Super cute. Just cut. keep your feet
0: elevated for now, I'll put her away later. But
1: super, it's just by the end of this, I don't know series. It's just good. there's just gonna be a super cut of all the times Georgia has attacked my
0: all, all the times someone just fucking loses it. I mean, if that's the worst that she does, when it honestly is, like I got a pretty good cat. Okay. So
1: what did we do this weekend, Adrian?
0: Oh my God, Rachel! Funny you should ask because we totally hung out, and you. Maybe I don't know
1: if I remember that.
0: Oh.
1: I see, I see that you're
0: getting back at me now. You're like, I don't even remember
1: you. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh you saw your first ever opera. I did. It What'd was
1: Rigoletto. You may not if you if you don't know opera, it's the Rigoletto is the one that's famous for having the
0: I don't think yet. <laughs> uh, I don't care if it is. We're, it's a parody. Like, look, I thought of a way. I've actually had the fucking song stuck. in my, I'm every day at work. I've been humming it all day, and I'm like, oh my God, this gets out of my head. And then when I looked up, or well, i they um, superscribe the lyrics on a like a projection screen at the opera because it's sung in Italian, so they, so that you can understand what the fuck they're saying.
1: Make it accessible.
0: That song. Everyone thinks that it's, like, this romantic, like, operatic... No, it's all operatic. About how
1: women are, like, fickle and how he wants to fuck.
0: Literally, the name of the song is Women Are Fickle. And the line is, like, women are fickle. They change like the wind. They're all liars. I put up with them because I need something to fuck. Yeah. So, I, I got so annoyed that it was stuck in I, my head. Because
1: I'm unwilling to explore...
0: The the irony is that he's the fickle one in the end, and he's the douche, and he's the one who like can't make up his mind, and he just blames it on women because guess what, men are trash. And so I made up an alternative song, oh
1: okay, uh, an alternate
0: version in my head that's called "Men Are Trash." Ooh, okay. Um, I'm not gonna sing it in my opera voice.
1: Wait, no, do you have an opera voice? I
0: just had to start doing it because it's the only way I could like get it out of my fucking head is like to pretend I'm singing it like an actual opera I'm just good at pretending I know how to sing opera I don't know what I'm doing
1: oh, Jay, I just I mean, listen to dad, a lot of opera My dad was an opera singer he yeah I heard my dad rehearse opera,
0: opera like every night so as a you're child you're probably
1: really good at pretending okay
0: I'm gonna try it it goes
1: <laughs> thank god I'm so nervous right, I hate singing in front Aussie. of people it's the worst Okay, I mean, I'll let you know if it, it goes bad and then you can re-record it
0: All men are trash, toxic masculinity, Mm -hmm. ruins their brains, Uh rampant misogyny. Oh, I like that. I like the ending, the ending.
1: I I don't know, there was just something really snappy about the ending. I just felt, I was so
0: annoyed that this terrible song was stuck in my head all week, so I was like, fuck it, man, if I'm going to have this stuck in my head and keep thinking about it. I'm going to think about different words that don't piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now we can't get sued cuz see it's a parody. It falls parody. within fair use. I'm totally going to cut that out. I'm too embarrassed. <sighs> I don't want anyone to hear that.
1: So, Rigoletto is actually kind of sad. It was it was first premiered in 1851. It's an opera by Verdi. It's yeah, I remember this from reading, from reading the Wikipedia page. Oh my god. The, <laughs> the face, I'm, I have like a jaw drop face
0: looking at Rachel because she's so academic about this right now.
1: Um, the plot is basically that this fuck boy wants to fuck. And He's a duke, okay? This Duke fuck boy. This duke fuck boy wants to fuck everything in sight. And it causes problems for his court jester who has a lovely young daughter who's only allowed to go out on Sundays for church with her like nursemaid or something
0: in the first scene it's the uh, what was the guy's title oh, it's
1: it's in so, the first scene of the play
0: this guy comes out and he's like you fucked my daughter or like he says he like says he took her not, honor
1: not the jester it's it's a dude a random dude it's a random dude and he's like to the duke you you stole my daughter's maidenhead Basically, you stole her purity, you stole her honor, and so she's
0: worthless now. So now
1: she's worthless and you've offended me and you've offended my family, and you've mostly offended me because she's my property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so I lay a curse upon you, and then Rigoletto, the jester, makes fun of him, and he's like, and I especially lay a curse upon you, Rigoletto. I mean, I know that you didn't actually rape my daughter. I don't like that for you. I, I know you didn't actually sleep with my daughter. Yeah. But, um, because we don't know if it's rape. It could have been completely consensual. We really don't know. They leave it
0: totally, but guess why we don't know? Because, because it doesn't matter. Because the, in the 1850s, the there was no concept of consent.
1: I don't, I don't think it's, I think in the 1850s, there was a concept of consent.
0: Not in the consent. universe that this play was written in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think there was because con considering
0: the... later plot points. <laughs> like... Yeah.
1: Um, so basically, he lays a curse, and Rigoletto's just like obsessed with this curse. He's like, "Oh my god, this dude cursed me!" And god, I also, can't...
0: Rigoletto has a physical deformity. Yeah, um,
1: he's a hunchback. It doesn't play any part. It it doesn't.
0: It's just a way that they, um, I guess, a way to justify the fact that he's so hated it... by everyone in the court and made fun of, even though he's like not. He's just, like, a person... He's doing his fucking job. His job is to be yeah. the jester. Like, okay,
1: we gotta... we got We gotta got
0: speed through. It's fine. It's only 13 minutes, like... Okay, so, anyway.
1: <laughs> so, in the end, Rigoletto's daughter has actually fallen in love with the Duke, who's pretending Duke to be, boy. like, a... Duke fuck boy who's pretending to be, like, a poor student, because she is, like, I would rather fall in love with a poor man... It's very strange. She says, she, "I hope he's poor." She's she says that was the translation. That was that was transcribed. Was, I hope the man I fall in love is poor. I hope he's poor. Um, but the two falls in love. They ended up sleeping together after he kidnaps her. It's a whole thing. They well, play that's like the way.
0: main center. The it's ma- like whole act main, two of the play is the whole
1: act two is that they're stealing who they think is Rigoletto's mistress which they think is hilarious because he has a hunchback. And And they use
0: the word abduct. That's the translation. They're like, we'll abduct his wife. We will
1: abduct (laughs) her. We will kidnap her. And Rigoletto ends up inadvertently helping kidnap his own daughter. Because they tell him that they're they're going to kidnap his neighbor's neighbor's wife. wife. And
0: he's like, yeah, I don't like that guy. That would be hilarious. And
1: and so it would be a really funny prank to just kidnap this woman. (laughs) Um, But basically, in the end, Rigoletto's daughter dies because... Rigoletto takes out a hit on the Duke. She finds out. And she finds out, and she sacrifices herself. And the curse of the guy from the first act ends up coming true. Ah, Rigoletto loses everything. Yep.
0: Yep. But... And sandwiched in there in between all of this. Oh, no, that's the best part we have to mention, that she decides to sacrifice her own life for Duke Fuckboy immediately after she overhears him singing... The women are fickle. The women are fickle. I just want to fuck everyone. Yeah. I don't trust women. And he sings this song and she hears him. And she's like, but I love him so much. I mean, she
1: also hears him, like, seducing the mm-hmm. assassin's sister. Yeah. But this, but to tie this back in. Because after we, I knew we were recording this episode, which is going to be about anti-porn. Yep. Anti-porn. All the reasons um, you should stop with the porn according to different various groups anti-porn activists it uh, made me think about it because the first because there are different like there are different categories of people who there are different reasons why you would be an anti-porn activist the first one is because of religious reasons the second one is for feminist reasons Mm-hmm. Third one is for like standards and safety and practice reasons, but there—that's I feel like kind of a weird blanket for that feminist Ethics. and for and that religious. Well, yeah, I think the there.
0: the ethical argument would be, and and usually is the argument made commonly by people who are in not in a place where they would. Have an interest to argue it from a religious or feminist perspective, like healthcare professionals. Yeah. Which, maybe for their profession, it doesn't really behoove them to have an argument that's like, oh, well, through the feminist lens. And also, they're a healthcare professional and they're not going to, you know, necessarily argue it from a religious perspective. So that one, it is kind of a catch-all, but it's the least tied to other influences, I guess.
1: So basically... It made me this opera made me think about the religious reasons which I think stems all back to the patriarchy and the control of women's bodies because like most thing in porn and most things in like surrounding porn, I don't the Georgia Pinks get away from that. Please, the penis you. is just the vehicle. Right. It's just the vehicle of penetration that mm-hmm. people are that people are okay with because it's heterosexual mm-hmm. um,
0: but well and also because the people deciding what's okay sexually yeah. are historically men yeah <laughs> who have penises
1: but this <laughs> opera made me really think of that because the the a really big plot the whole thing is that they're just trying to control Rigoletto's just trying to control his daughter's... Everyone's
0: trying to control all of the women.
1: Everyone's just trying to control all of the sexuality.
0: No one has... None of the women in that have any autonomy at all. Yeah.
1: There's the... There are only, like, three women who have names. Correct. There's Rigoletto's daughter. I don't remember any of their names, so I'm just going to refer
0: to them. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: you (laughs) don't even really learn their names, so... Gilda is... Oh, yes. ...is Rigoletto's daughter. But there's... Um, there's a... this assassin's wife has a
0: really saucy
1: name, too. Yeah, there's... No, it's not the assassin's wife. It's the assassin's sister.
0: Oh. I said... I was thinking sister, but I said wife. Is that weird? Sister wife.
1: Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) Sorry.
0: You can hear Georgia Binks purring, because she's in my lap now. So everyone, um... That's what that noise is, just so you know. And I'm not going to make her move, because she's too cute.
1: So... Like the first woman who just is only there for the second, so that in the second act they can pretend that they're going to kidnap her. I don't remember her name. She's a wife, and and it's well, she's
0: flirt. She fucks him in the first. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Like she, they're at that party, she, and he's
0: like, "Hey," and she's she like, has "An
1: extramarital affair with the duke," mm-hmm. except her husband, is which like, is clearly
0: consensual. So at least they cover that.
1: But the but her husband is like. I don't even, it, mean, he cares that she's behind another dude, but it seems to mostly be because it's embarrassing to him. Yeah. Not because he, like, particularly loves her. Right. Then there's yes. Gilda, Rigoletto's daughter, who, it's like an extension of the modesty movement, which, you know, he literally will only let her out to go to church on Sundays.
0: She doesn't leave the house ever. She doesn't leave the house. And they sort of and imply that she's like maybe 16 or 17.
1: Yeah. and Like
0: of age or what would have been of age and at that time. there's
1: legitimately no reason that they give us for mm-hmm. why she can only go out on Sundays. Except for the fact that he knows that men are trash.
0: Well, he says that like they would... He basically says that they would rape her if yeah, she left the house. Is like crush, what he directly says. They would
1: crush her flower. Yeah. Was the translate, And then there's the... There's a... he use the
0: word ravish, that they would ravish her and laugh about it.
1: Yeah. And then there's the assassin's sister. And even she doesn't necessarily have... She probably has the most autonomy. Except we're not supposed to feel good about her having autonomy. Well, she's also a whore. So, like... Yeah, except I think she's partially a whore because her brother is, like, trying to yeah. make...
0: She's the only character I didn't Money. totally hate in the whole play. And the only, yeah. and I did end up hating her, though, because she talks to the Duke and she knows
1: he's a douchebag, yet she's like, he needs to live. We need to save his life. Except I liked her reasoning for it. Her reasoning for winning is that he was too pretty to die. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I can kind of relate to that.